Welcome, listeners, to a special edition of Say Word. Today's episode is shorter than what you're typically used to. For today, we'll be covering about one to two fun topics. We hope you'll get a laugh or a kick out of during these strange times that we find ourselves in. Nothing too heavy this week. Instead of making you think, we aim to leave you with content to start your week off on the right note. You know, the, the quarantine for many of us was a, a time to press reset, right? Uh, some have considered it it's a, as a time for a spiritual awakening, an opportunity to use that time for good. So Robert Greene refers to it as a lifetime versus dead time. And while there are many challenges that have come with this period, uh, and I'm sure there's many, no matter which walk of life you're in as a parent, as a single person, and we've talked about this in other episodes as well, too, with regards to impacts on mental health. It did also present an opportunity for many to, to learn new skills and to pick up new habits. Uh, Mr. Hood Philosopher would love to know, you know, during your time, what you philosophized about first and what are some of the habits and skills you've picked up uh, since March, since the, the, the quarantining began? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Well, I would say uh, probably learning how to stay my ass home and not spend money. That's kind of been, you know, a challenge for a lot of us that are, you know, part of a, a multicultural uh, metropolitan like Toronto, where you kind of sometimes you don't even know where your money's going, and it takes, you know, the city to tell you to stay home and 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 quarantine for you to realize, you know, how much wasted spend you you do on a monthly basis. So for me, it's just been more about, you know, just budgeting, allocating more, you know, towards things that actually matter in terms of, you know, where your money's actually going. But from a skill set perspective, you know, I, I work in tech, so I've kind of been just learning about different technologies and capabilities out there around like automation and AI. Also, you know, picking up a second language, I've been trying to pick up on Arabic. You know, I'm half Arab, so kind of a shame to say that I'm not fluent in the language. You know, Batter's probably shaking his head at me right now. <laughs> but, you know, trying to pick up on Arabic. But aside from that, man, I've been, I've been enjoying the time, the downtime, man. Uh, you called it dead time, so. I've been enjoying it. It's, it's kind of, you know, a good time to just reset and just slow things down where, you know, a lot of us, you know, work in fast-paced, you know, environments. It's nice to just kind of just slow things down and just, you know, take things, you know, a day at a time. Naz, you're, you're someone I consider one of the people with always the, the freshest lineups, freshest cuts. How have you been coping with that? Bro, I've cut down my barber visits from bi-weekly to like once every two months. <laughs> You're not going anywhere, so I'm just like... No know. wonder you're not on video. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys don't want to see this head talk right now. So some, some automation, some, some, some a lot of technology stuff, saving saving some money, and, and, and less frequent haircuts. That's, so there's some good stuff. sections of LinkedIn, bro, that you can update <laughs> in your ass. That's my quarantine in a nutshell. I'll write well. you a recommendation. I'll write you a recommendation, brother. Hassan, <laughs> what about yourself, brother? I think for me, especially in the beginning, because um, I was uh, work, I was working in like uh, I was like an essential worker in the beginning. I didn't really feel it. It was a weird like I would go out, I would work, I would interact, and be around all the things that we're trying to stay away from because of quarantine and, and COVID. But then I'd come back home, and it's like I wouldn't do anything else. It would just be going back, and there would be nothing in between. I wouldn't really be talking to people like that outside of you guys when we were figuring out how to put this podcast together or maybe like check in with one or two other people. But other than that, it was, it felt kind of solitary. So I kind of used it the time to like be more in touch with family or be more around with family who couldn't be in school anymore. Or 
put um, were out 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 of work. So me being the only one that was kind of like going out and coming back, like it it was like a weird enter into a new world that looked kind of empty, especially in March and April where all the TTC was running super efficient and uh, everything was showing up on time, leaving when it was supposed to. And yeah, I would actually show up early to the places I needed to be at as opposed to what the regular TTC is usually like, but that's, that's another story. I more so decided to tap into that, like a long time to kind of like read and catch up on uh, um, things that I'd been setting aside for a long time, like learning how to use audacity, uh, learning how to um, use like different facets of Photoshop that I've been playing around with in my like full time photography days. Like I got to expound on skills I didn't really, you know, focus on too much with everything else that was going on, the more immediate stuff. I, I yeah, I do agree with uh, the whole Robert Greene quote of uh, dead time, lifetime. It, it, it's how it's how you choose to take advantage of, of the time that you have and what you want to do with it, despite, yeah. you know, everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah, that was probably one of the most profound messages that I walked into the quarantine with, right? Because I think a number of different authors that, really look up to Robert Greene. We're talking about that, that whole concept of lifetime versus dead time. And I think it resonated with a lot of people. So it's good time. And then even spending time with fam, right? I'm sure that for many of us, we've spent a lot more time with fam than we ever have before. Uh, for me, Ahmed, I just had a follow on. For me, it was a little different because in the beginning of the quarantine, I wasn't actually going to see my family as much because I was concerned, you know, do I have the virus? Do I not? You know, so there's that whole like anxiety and like fear about of, oh, that's of fair. transmitting yeah. it to your family and friends, right? So for the longest time yeah. in the beginning, I was actually quarantining myself at home, and then as things kind of started to space out and open up, and we get into stage two, stage two and three, that's when I kind of started to kind of see them more often, and then obviously more frequently, you know. So mm-hmm. kind of weird where you're not seeing them at all to seeing them a bunch because <laughs> you got so much yeah. availability. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point because when I was in like the beginning when all this started, like when all the we, all the questions were out there and we didn't really know what was going on and nobody was out on the street, I was regularly going out. But every time I came back, put my clothes in like a separate closet. I keep everything away from them, gloves and everything. Like I trash, do like maybe like two showers. I wasn't sure if I was like contaminated or something. I used to be so scared, bro. That was so scary. But yeah, around like May or whatever, and the war, uh, the weather started getting warmer. I didn't feel like you know as much pressure being around like flu season or anything like that. But yeah, I was moving like a contaminated patient, as if, like I had a hazmat on. Yeah, um, once some once summertime comes around, you can't keep black folks indoors. That's just we already knew no, that. Everyone's barbecuing, <laughs> going for haircuts. Bro, once what was it? Stage three? Was it stage two or stage three when barbers opened back up? Might have been stage three. Stage was it stage three? three? I think so. Was it stage, stage three? I don't think three, there were essential think, employees. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it was stage two was in June, <laughs> wasn't it? Okay, we'll come back to that. But as soon as whatever stage it was, I do it. I booked my haircut ASAP. I went from using my own clippers to to getting my own lineups or to getting lineups and, and a fresh cut. So uh, I felt really good yeah. about that. Was 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 the tip larger than average? Yeah, yeah, it had to be. It had to be because think about how much money I saved, right? My my my, my spend app, my TD my spend app was below spending, below typical for for months. I, I had to oh, yeah. myself and and then bless the barber too. Of course, Hirsch, I would love to get your take on um, 
obviously things that you've picked up, but um, the TTC being more efficient was something that, you know, that came out of this quarantine. Um, on the yeah. flip side to that, that's probably one of the things we don't want to go back to is inefficient TTC. What are the things you're hoping we don't go back to once things go back to normal? Man, the TTC. Like, it's the most efficient when no one's using it. That's just literally the story of the TTC. And those two things are probably correlated, right? <laughs> um, in terms of things that we, I hope we don't go back to, there's a, there's a number. So one of them is like the unnecessary after work networking event. Um, some people enjoy it. I'm not going to knock it if that's your thing, but, uh, I found some of those things you, you just had to attend to keep up, like, safe face or, or whatnot. So hopefully those go down. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And I have a, um, I have a disdain for people that stand too close and talk. Right. <laughs> so like, Social distancing came in and top people. Yo. That's what I'm saying. Like, boundary, boundary. Heck, you know, the people that talk chin to shoulder. And I'm not joking. Like, some people are actually like that. So kind of the personal space, the feeling of like just having that personal space uh, is also nice. So, so I, I wanted to interject with a quick question here. Um, yes. For, for, for the quarantine, a lot of the, a lot of us have been working from home for, for those of us who've been fortunate to, you know, still be employed. I know a lot of people have been facing, you know, layoffs and cuts and all that, but how have you guys felt your productivity shift from when you were, you know, in the office or wherever your workplace is to, you know, not being able to work remote or, you know, wherever you're working out of now. You know, I, I've noticed my productivity skyrocketing, you know, all these commutes to the office, all these unnecessary travel to whatever client sites. I feel like, you know, I just get up now and I can just, you know, from 8 a.m. in the morning, I'm, I'm productive. So have you guys felt like your productivity kind of go upwards? Are you kind of more unproductive now that, you know, your house is your, also your home and, and your workplace? What are your guys' thoughts? For me personally, like I have, like obviously I have a kid at home. Having them like literally in my workspace has made me not only more, like I've had to manage my time way better because when I'm working, I need to be productive. I can't just be just at my quote unquote at my desk, you know. There's that plus. I always feel like I am more diligently working because you don't want people to get the perception, you know the away from keyboard perception, you know, you don't want people to think that you're just off doing something else and not at your desk, you know, paying attention to what you should yeah. be paying attention to. So I find that sometimes I'm spending too much time of my day, uh, more time of my day working than I normally would. During phase one, I would go like nine to five straight, you know, just a break to eat and that's it. Whereas on a normal work day, you would, you know, you maybe go for a coffee with a coworker, um, you know, go out for lunch, enjoy your break, you know, do that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, finding the, finding the balance in a different setting was probably the biggest challenge. And then, you know, my daughter, she learned how to run <laughs> right when quarantine started. Yeah. So that was the other thing. Just, you know, how do I manage her, you know, making sure she meets development goals and then manage you know, my own work. Mm -hmm. But. I think once I go back to the office, I'm actually going to be way more productive worker if we go back to the office. If, yeah. The big if. Yeah. Oh. Definitely, definitely, definitely different under quarantine. Yeah. But I get what you mean about the, the, the kids and. Oh, okay. I have to tell this story. This is actually wild. So some, some parents might take this too serious. I'm walking down Danforth. Actually, it was this morning. I'm walking down Danforth. 
and someone had their strolls. They say they had to, someone had to enjoy the patio, right? This morning, but they had a kid with them. I guess because the kid couldn't wear a mask, they couldn't be on the patio. So the stroller was on the outside of the patio where like, you know, where people would like tie up their dogs. They had their stroller there. And I was like, this is an interesting, interesting dilemma, interesting social. Like I would never prioritize patio, a meal on a patio over like putting my child like on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It was so wild. You're tying them up like a dog. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like a dog. That's no, the crazy. stroller was tied to the fence. It was actually struck tied to the fence. They literally that's were crazy. tied up. It was wild. And I'm like, people, just go back inside. Just <laughs> enough already. It's cold. It's not oh. like it's not that serious anymore. Go inside. Yeah, property. Hey, people, people, the kitchens are gone, bro. People don't know how to cook. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Them cooking might put their child at more risk than the actual like tying them up to the fence. <laughs> that's how bad like. It seems uh, I'm looking at these kitchens and I'm like, man, people actually—they're pristine. Open. They're pristine. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Much, much different from our kitchens growing up. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, there's a there's a half empty cabinet. Fifteen minutes before you have to leave, and she makes like a Michelin star. Yeah, yeah. man. Shout out to our mothers, man. Shout out to mothers, man. We're gonna end it there, gentlemen. And I, I wanted to to thank you for for the, the the really insightful conversation today and, and and as always thanks for your perspectives thank you for tuning into today's episode of say word we hope you got to enjoy the topics we covered today let us know through social media if you could relate to the topics discussed we can be found on ig at at the say word podcast be safe everyone mm-hmm.